Hello and welcome to the Corner Flag. There's a managerial merry-go-round that we are being treated to because Bayern, Tottenham, and mainly Bayern and Tottenham are both involved. This is episode two zero eight. Welcome to episode two hundred eight of the Corner Flag. It's going to be a short episode uh, this week. I'm going to say that up front itself because it's not like there's a lot of club football happening. It's the international weekend, uh, so not uh, too much football to talk about. But there is a, a big story that we have to talk about uh, regarding certain German and Italian managers. Uh, who have uh, left their post and have got a new job and are looking for a new job. So lots of juicy chat. And joining me in this juicy chat today is Mukesh Manjunath. Hello. And uh, along with Mukesh Manjunath is our very dear friend, Mr. Prashant Sori. Prashant is back on the pod yes. today, guys. Yes. I'm back. That is the most excitement I have heard or seen Prashant give on the podcast <laughs> ever. That is the most ever. excitement I have seen anyone give this podcast ever. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. I think that's what happens with uh, being a married man because Prashant, my friend, uh, is married. This is his first post-marriage podcast. So congratulations to Prashant, everybody! Claps, 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 claps. Claps! Wow! Claps! Thank claps, you, thank claps, you, thank everybody! Thank you, thank you, thank you. Claps! 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 Yes. <laughs> thanks. Uh, thanks. We're so much fun. How is married life, Prashant? Because football can wait. Can it? I mean, actually, yes. Yeah. It, we got a really long break, so I think we can take our time with international break and talk about my married life now. Yes, we can because uh, there is. I don't know if you guys can hear it uh, in the final recording, but there is a, a, an ambulance beautiful. behind Mukesh's house. I think we couldn't have planned that. How's married? Yeah. That was a WhatsApp joke that happened automatically. Like that, yeah. that was a universe planned WhatsApp marriage joke. Um, it was amazing, amazing stuff. But uh, uh, Prashant, you're back in Dubai as a married yes. man, uh, living a settled life, which is, which is fantastic. Settled, yes, yes. Uh, I also have to say that Prashant is, uh, has 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 joined us because, like I said, he is in Dubai. He's moved to Dubai now, uh, so it's a little tough for him to come uh, to the studio on Mondays. Every Monday, Dubai to yeah. Bombay, it's a bit of Basically. a long journey. I'll sell my one or two oil barrels over here, and yeah, uh, yeah. I'll meet on Monday exactly. in the afternoon. Exactly. We are yeah. doing we are doing this recording remotely today because uh, our sound engineer has decided to go to Bangalore to have some fun. These people, young people, I tell you, taking holidays and all, not knowing how to hustle. But uh, <laughs> but it is good. It is good. Uh, uh, by, a byproduct of that is that Prashant gets to come back on the podcast. Fucking love it. <laughs> I feel like the excitement has already dwindled down. No, I'll tell you what. Like, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what. Like li- honestly. I've from the time that I've thought um, that I want to get back onto the episode, and Amog and I said that okay, you know what, let's just try and figure it out. Maybe on a remote episode, something where you know we'll try and figure this out. And ever since you guys have dropped episodes, I said okay, you know what, I can't at least get in onto the action. Let me at least do my part and hear the episodes. Hmm. So I have oh, I've properly that- gone back, and on Mondays when I'm coming back from office, I'll actually hear the episodes. Even if it's on fast speed or whatever, but you know, I'll still make sure I'll be able to hear at least some parts of it. So yes, it feels amazing to be on the podcast. 
it is great that prashant in that one sentence has <laughs> a, a, you know uh, heightened our expectations and then lowered them immediately by saying what? he goes on he listens to it on fast cuz like he doesn't yeah. have the patience for us where well, guess what prashant <laughs> i'm going to speak at this speed so that it sounds normal even when you listen to it as 1.5 Should you also know that, huh? Excellent, correct. correct I yeah. think this is perfect. Uh, no, let's not let's not waste everybody else's time. I'm I'm just happy that we have uh, one more listener. And I was just wondering, I've been seeing our analytics, and I'm like, oh, UAE से एक listen regularly आ रहा है ये कौन है भाई? Now I know. But oh, also, exactly. but also while we're talking about uh, the geography of our listeners, I've been noticing for the last few episodes. There is there is one or maybe two regular listeners from Bangladesh. So shout out to our Bangladeshi listeners. Uh, this is not just a mistake that somebody from Bangladesh has just stumbled upon our podcast and played it by mistake and said, "Ah, fuck it, I don't care about this shit anymore." Because वो भी बहुत सारा होता है. Like I, we have some listeners in like uh, in Thailand and all, which I guess are like mistakes. If you're not mistakes, Thai people are listening to us. Very sorry. Yeah, write into us. Yeah, guys, write into us. Want to know you guys. Exactly, yeah. corner corner flag pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we'd love to hear from our uh, from our Thai listeners, from our Bangladeshi listeners, from our Saudi Arabian listeners. Uh, although that just could be, you uh, know, Prashant using a VPN. You, that's also true. Yes, that first part is one hundred percent right. You know what's just going to happen now? Next week when we put up the question, everyone's like, "I am from Saudi Arabia. I am from Bangladesh. I am from Thailand." To take my questions, who Bombay say? Pata hai mere ko. Shivaji Park mein baitha hai to. I feel like I feel like a lot of our regular listeners might also start using the VPN just to be like, "Hey, it wouldn't be amazing if we said, 'Oh, we are from China and we are listening to this oh, podcast.' Fuck. Let's That's, fuck this will fuck around yeah. with the team. <laughs> Correct. Let's and, fuck the stats. Yeah, but it's also nice because maybe they're putting in the effort to make us feel really happy. Right. They're like, wow, right. wow, we're we're getting Polish listeners. Our <laughs> yeah. expertise is relevant in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's great. So let, let's let's get back to the football now. Uh, like I said, international week, so not too much uh, club football happening. But the big news, uh, which happened over the last few days, is that Julian Nagelsmann was fired as uh, as head coach of Bayern Munich, and in the same statement and almost overnight. Bayern Munich announced the 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 appointment of Thomas Tuchel as their new first team manager. Now, Prashant, I'm going to let you speak because <laughs> you have been away from this podcast for way too long. Also, as a Chelsea fan, you have experienced Thomas Tuchel. What do you think about this appointment? Straight up, I think it's great, man. I mean, I think he was always comfortable with the the German setup of football, right? He he always was comfortable and he wanted to experiment. Elsewhere, so he did that, and he went to PSG, etc., etc. He's done all of that stuff, but I think him, him being him, and he knows his. Everyone knows how he kind of performs, right? And and how his tactics are. I'm I'm kind of happy, man, that he goes back to uh, Bayern, and I'm sure uh, he will be okay. I I don't see anything wrong with that. I'm kind of I'm really actually quite happy that he I'm he got the job over there. So I hope they win the Champions League. Why not? I mean. That is that is actually very true because now Bayern Munich are uh, in the Champions League, of course, and they're playing Man City in the in the quarterfinals, right? Yeah. So that's a, that's a very very juicy tie uh, for and for them to for them to to play with with Tuchel. But uh, Muki, do you think that Tuchel is the guy who can get them that Champions League this season? Uh, I think 
Okay, so let, I want to take this into two parts. First, let's check if it, uh, which is one is about Bayern's domestic form and then is Bayern's Champions League ambitions. I think in terms of Champions League ambitions, I think comfortably Tuchel is capable of, just given also the talent pool at the disposal of Bayern, they comfortably can reach semis. And after that is when really Tuchel's managerial skills come into fore, which... I don't know what changes he's got in. Like, I'm excited to see because I think if it's old Tuchel that we've seen so far, it might not be enough because that first wave of Tuchel isms got him till the Chelsea Champions League, right? Mm. Starting mm. with uh, Mines, you know, taking a leap with Dortmund and then culminating with Chelsea. And after that, he was sort of figured out his attacking form, his, you know, it's that sort of heavy minded German attacking uh, nature that was sort of figured out in the Premier League itself. But I think because, again, I would say the Bundesliga is a slightly inferior league, barring Bayern themselves. Uh, I think they have the talent at disposal to reach the semis. But when they meet the real opposition, which I think only happens at the level of semis for a team like Bayern, I don't know. I don't think, unless Tuchel has something up his sleeve, like some some new tactics, I don't think he can take them to the finals. Uh, I don't, like if it's to, if he tries to implement what he tried at uh, Chelsea. And regarding Bayern's domestic form, is actually where I think I'm excited to see what Tuchel does because I think Nagelsmann has been failing a little bit in the domestic uh, cups in leagues, if I'm not wrong, because I think they had lost to Leverkusen. And I think that was one of the fatal, uh, you know, that was one of the big ones that that decided his career, uh, Nagelsmann's career. Uh, so I think, you know, the, this is the tightest the title race has been ever. So I think more than the Champions League, I'd like to see if uh, Tuchel can just kill the race and uh, take them to make them the winners of a league that they should be comfortably winning. Right, but when you when you talk about their form domestically, like the table up at the top, at least between the top two sides, is is really really close, right? Because Dortmund yeah. is leading right now with fifty three points, mm. but Bayern are just one point behind them in second yeah. place. So, I I don't know what the what the thinking was behind Saki Nagelsmann. You you mentioned the Leverkusen result, and yes, that is a damning result for a team like Bayern Munich, but. I feel like overall also Nagelsmann has been thrown into the deep end at Bayern Munich uh, because in his in his first season itself, I think it was his first season when they they sold Lewandowski. Now he was a he was a talismanic player for Bayern Munich, right? And he has not been replaced. I feel the only goal scoring outlet that they have after Lewandowski right now, and somebody who's been performing really well is Eric Maxim Choupo-Moting. The problem is he is not the personality that Robert Lewandowski is. He's not the same guy in the dressing room that Robert Lewandowski is. There is an opening right now for the top dog, so to speak. And that is not being filled. And and in the middle of all of that, in the middle of all those egos, in the middle of that little bit of a disarray, Nagelsmann has still been doing his absolute best to to keep the ship afloat, to keep them in the running. And I think he's done a good job. And I don't see what Tuchel brings to this Bayern Munich side that Nagelsmann could not. Yeah, I think maybe two, uh, I think Tuchel just brings Champions League winning experience. I think that's the primary... Uh, uh, maybe that is how they're thinking. Uh, that is like he brings in that Champions League winning form because he's reached a final, lost it and come back to win it. So that's a... You have someone who's won at the highest level and lost at the highest level and has a comeback. 
So maybe that is the logic behind it that maybe that in the long run, okay, even if they have a freak season and say Bayern Munich comes second in the league this season, right? Uh, in next season, there's a good chance you wouldn't, you would still make them as front runners to win the title next season and the season after that. They have the depth and they have the money and the ability to pull talent at that level, right? Uh, which is probably what the thinking is that they need to, the only real test for Bayern Munich is always going to be the Champions League. So I think the ideas can be, who is the only Champions League winning manager who's around? Other than who I'm guessing, Ancelotti next year maybe, but other than that, who is the only one who's around? I think it just looks like Tuchel was the best bet to constantly win the Champions League. I think it's also the logic of even having... um... To have Tuchel in, in uh, Bayern is also more like logic of that. He's trying to come in with a team that doesn't have, uh, you know, he's they don't have that star player feel thing like how Amo was mentioning. It's not like he's worked with a star player, he's worked with like a non-star, but he knows how to make uh, a mid-level player be the best or maybe try and find tactics who can actually unlock certain things, maybe from the defense, maybe from the midfield. We don't know. He's probably got that understanding. It doesn't have to be the Champions League mentality, but he knows that he's worked with on both ends of the spectrum. So something to do with Bayern could be that, you know, they probably want to get a star player. We don't know that. Maybe they want to create a new star player. Maybe they want to find stability for the next coming few years. We don't know this. But he seems like the safest bet or like the the, the most understanding person right at this point to do this yeah also because i guess he's worked for for borussia dortmund they're like okay yeah yeah. like tell us the secrets (laughs) leak them leak them let's see and he's like yeah guys so they basically eat pork for lunch (laughs) they eat chicken for dinner and yeah this is how we get a food poisoning and that's what i guess that's what uh that's probably the primary reason do you think also it was nagelsmann's age because nagelsmann's only 35 Right, like he's one of the youngest coaches out there. He's one of the most mercurial coaches out there for sure. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's he's definitely sure. a young coach to watch out for. But at the end of the day, he is still thirty-five. And do you think it was his age that kind of got in the way of him managing his players better in terms of commanding their respect to a certain extent? I doubt players didn't respect him. Uh, I mean, like, I there's this other gossip that's going around, right? Which is, uh. Which you guys hear about the gossip that's as to why he got fired, which is the fact that his girlfriend used to work for a German newspaper called Bild, which is I think their primary yeah, sports yeah. biggest publication, and that the the team secrets were revealed out into the public a day before a team secrets and tactics were revealed were in publication a day before the game, which I'm guessing, which I'm guessing, which is sacrilege for professional teams at that level, and everyone's saying that would have only happened if he had. Uh, reveal them to his girlfriend. But the irony is that apparently she quit the job after becoming his girlfriend and also she broke up with him uh, after he got sacked. So uh, I'm like, okay, one, I'm feel, I feel like, oh shit, am I the Miss Malini of German football? <laughs> <laughs> Miss Manjunath. Uh, yeah. but, uh, but also like this is a... You know, you never, like so much of what we're trying to analyze about about footballing decisions, right? And so many of the reasons we're coming up with seem to be tactical, analytical, but maybe it's just because one day he was super frustrated and he's like, oh, should I go for a 4-2-3-1 or a 4-3-3? And he asked her to pick fingers and he went, you pick 4-2-3-1. And she just, you know, how can you, how can you use tactics to 
understand this decision yeah. uh, when it's probably something personal i'm not saying it yeah. is but it could be something personal i do feel mm-hmm. bad for him though because getting sacked by bayern munich and getting dumped by your girlfriend <laughs> we were so close to each other this must be like fucking awful however he like being 35 being relatively young he is at the best point in his life right now to just be like fuck it i'm going on a vacation solo trip <laughs> i'm going to go find myself because he has the fuck off money he yeah. has uh, he has all the time in the world now he is not uh, he's not he's not committed to anything or anyone just fucking go out there have a great time julian and we know this because thomas tuchel himself went to kerala for like a detox ayurvedic detox right maybe don't do that shit you're not that old yet you're still only 35 <laughs> yeah you maybe can go do to some like, ranbir he can do some yeah he can do some nice ranbir kapoor stuff do yeah. some matar rashti and all he can yeah. wow <laughs> I, wow i can't believe the south indian has used matar gashti do you even know what that fucking means oh i have no idea i just thought it was like a nonsense word like oh, oh. let's have fun like because yeah, even some... i have no idea yeah i thought it just like do something to chaka like right, something right. like <laughs> Yeah. For a minute, for a minute, when you were saying Ranbir Kapoor, for a for for a for a split second in my head, I was going, "Is he going to say Randi?" And I was oh. like, "Fuck, that is like next level." But uh, thankfully, you didn't. Right now, the thing is, because Nagelsmann is out of a job, there is one job in particular that he is heavily linked to because that job has also recently gotten vacant, and we are talking about Spurs, which we will talk about in more detail on the other side. So we'll take a quick break here. On the other side, we'll answer your questions. and we'll also talk about what conte's sacking experts means see you on the other side welcome back to the corner flag everybody uh, and as always we begin the second half with some questions 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 with the corner flag dude answers also ha huh? okay uh, first question is by uh, fazil abbas banatwala Why are you recording during international break? Break le lo, bhai log. Oh, nahi yar. It, I mean, it's very cute that Fazil, you think about right. our mental health and our just general well-being. But uh, a job must be done. We we are here to serve the people, Correct. the five people who listen to us. Also, Correct. we don't have friends. <laughs> and you need a break <laughs> when the whole week itself is the break. <laughs> yeah. To be, to be precise, along that, Krishiv twenty five and Akash Goswami have both asked questions which are similar. They said, Krishiv says, "क्या पूछूं समझ नहीं आ रहा है international break में वैसे भी क्या है?" And Akash Goswami just says, "Bye." I love it. I love how I love Bye. how clueless our listeners also are uh, uh, as Yo. clueless as us because. We yeah. are doing this episode without a run order. We yeah. are totally winging this. We are only no. going to talk about the managerial merry-go-round. So that's all we have to talk about. There's no run also, order. Also, this is the only fandom that has just told the creators to be like, "Dude, just stop now. Like, take a break." Every other uh, fandom is like, "We want <laughs> more. more. We want more of the people Correct. we love." But Correct. only the listeners of the podcast are like, "Guys." You want us to stop listening to you guys? <laughs> stop, please. You think I don't BTS, know. You think BTS gets this bullshit? They're <laughs> <laughs> like Park Chun Sook. Can you calm down or whatever his name is? <laughs> whatever their names are. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know if I should be happy about our listeners caring about <laughs> our well-being or unhappy that they just want us to stop. 
break week You know why you guys sending us questions? You also take a break from asking these questions. <laughs> yes. Uh, Rahul says the right striker for Manchester United? Question uh, mark. I really like the looks of Victor Osimhen, man. I hope that we get him. He's he's the he's the young striker on the block. Napoli. Uh, Mukesh, I I see the confused look on your face. He is the striker for Napoli, who's doing really well in the Champions no, League right I, now. No, I, I know, I know. I, yeah, yeah, for some place which club I know of him. Mm. But uh, I feel like he's a he's he's one to look out for, and it would be it would be quite sad if he went to any other rival club. Uh, having said that, Harry Kane also looks very very doable. No, but uh, no, not Kane. I think why not Kane? Not Kane. I think Kane's passed that. Uh, yeah. I I no, really yeah. think Kane has gone through that. He, if he if he said this two seasons ago, I would have probably said sure. Why not? Uh, I think he still has it in him. Yeah. I think my recommendation is Richarlison. Correct. I think that's the person that should I did should yes, go for. Yes, for sure. <laughs> the guy who zero goals in twenty seven games. That's the guy. That's, that's the guy. horse you want to bet on. For sure. Uh, next one is by Bhavneet. He says, "Can Tottenham now make top four, or they can't take? Like they can't." Oh, Arey, kya pun mara hai Bhavneet sir ne? Kya pun mara hai? Amazing, amazing pun by uh, by Bhavneet. Uh, it, it depends on who they hire, right? Like it depends entirely on who they hire. Christian Stellini is going to be the caretaker manager and. While Conte has been out recovering from his gallbladder surgery with a few matches that Stellini took charge of, Tottenham actually did look good. They got some good results in that period as well. So uh, maybe that kind of goes on. But if, and we'll talk about this in more detail once the questions are all done. But if Nagelsmann is actually going to be considered for the Spurs job and he actually does take it, then that's a new manager bounce that can really, really work for them. 
So mm. it, it honestly depends entirely on who the permanent manager is. So let's see. Okay. Uh, last two questions. First one is by New Clicks. He says, "Can Manchester United get top two? Tough. Hai. Top two. Tough. Tough. Thoda. मतलब रगड़ना पड़ेगा थोड़ा. Little. Thoda. Tough. Otherwise, very good. Okay. But slightly tough. Ah. Slim chance. Okay, cool. Excellent. <laughs> Now on that note, uh, the last question is by uh, Shru Eight. That's uh, Shushti. Shushti. Uh, she says, "Can we not get Mukesh on the weeks Liverpool wins?" Hmm. Which are those weeks? You know, I'm waiting for those weeks when Liverpool <laughs> when Liverpool wins. I'm also waiting for that. Uh... I think it, it just it just I think there's going to be like there's there's going to be some scheduling conflict the next time Liverpool wins. Mukesh is just unfortunately going to be unavailable. And then two weeks later, yeah. when uh, he does manage to come on the podcast, you're going to be like, "Acha guys, but two weeks ago Liverpool won. Can we please talk about that? Please, I really want to talk about that." ये पुराना चावल है ब्रो क्यों क्यों बात करें इसके बारे में I feel like that would have sounded true had Liverpool won enough games. Yeah, <laughs> there have been such few games that Liverpool have won that uh, yeah, I don't think I don't feel like I've really missed anything. Hmm. So right. we're done okay. with that on that very sad note. Yeah, on that note, questions are over, guys. Awesome, yeah. thank you guys uh, for writing and as always and checking on us and and caring about our well-being. Even though Mukesh. Things you guys should take a break. Please don't take a break. Please keep do keep keep writing in because we like listening to what you have to say. Right now, let's talk about the Tottenham job because Antonio Conte late last night India time. I think around three thirty a.m. India time uh, is when Tottenham announced that they have parted with uh, Antonio Conte uh, with mutual consent. His contract was terminated. I don't think there was too much mutual consent there. I mean. He basically was begging to be fired. Yeah, yeah. And we spoke about this, Mugi, on the last episode. We spoke about him wanting to leave this job, and he's got what he wanted. It is. It was bound to happen, right? Was anybody surprised by this decision by Tottenham? Yeah, I'll tell you who was. I'll tell you who was surprised. Unfortunately, I wasn't there for the episode, so I can tell you this now. Lukaku. Okay. Because he planned <laughs> this. They both went behind. They both went to the press. They both did this as a pattern. and they both mm. want uh, the job back to inter so mm. so you think wait you think conte is going to go to inter i i mean if, if he gets the opportunity why not he's definitely going to go back yeah that's true he might he i might, think conte uh, and that. conte and nagelsman should go on a tour together i think that's the trip that i want to No, but that's see. See, the thing is, I mean, look, we knew that Conte was unhappy at Spurs for whatever reason. He wasn't able to get the get the get a tune out of his players. He wasn't able to get them firing on all cylinders. And at some point, he just decided, "Yeah, fuck it, it's not worth it." मेरे को इधर कुछ नहीं मिलने वाला है. मैं घर जा रहा है. But what this means is, what Spurs need right now is a manager who can rebuild, right? And and for a long time, Spurs uh, fans uh, ha- have been talking about the prospect of Maurizio Pochettino coming back. Firstly, what do you guys think about the prospect of Pochettino coming back to Spurs? Do you think that would be a good idea? No. Why not? I don't think the owners were really happy with having Poch in the first place. Why? Like uh he may have got the club to a certain level, but they wanted to go beyond that and they were very vocal about that. Having to come back to Poch just feels like they will reduce the level. I, mean, I don't but think Simone so, will do that. I don't. Okay, fair, fair. But I mean, having said that, he's the only manager who's got Spurs to a Champions League final. 
correct so but that you know like like if they don't like him they won't get him paisa un log ke paas hai hum log ke paas nahi hai to nahi wo to hai but i'm saying purely on a purely on a tactical basis don't you think that poch would be a good idea for them to to go back they can come back and rebuild all over again i think pochettino seems like a nostalgia hire like you know There's been a bit of a bad blood with the way Antonio, Antonio, Antonio. Uh, oh, I love it. I love it. Conte has uh, uh, Antonio Conte has exited, so I think it's just sort of like piece together the team again. Now, whether he has the, I, I'm not sure if he has the requ- requisite skills to. Like I think technically, Tottenham are in a decent position. If you remove the top two, they're in contention for the top four, uh, and they're probably the. third or fourth best team in the remaining uh, of the remaining teams and uh you know it seems like they're in a good place but now whether so his real challenge will come next season and i don't know if poch has that has what it takes in him to bring them back because he see when the season he got fired he seemed tactically done and if it if the issue was that you know they wouldn't let him if it is a hiring if it is a hiring to the right players issue then i don't know why they would do it now if they couldn't do it then like i don't know like i think poch seems like right now there's a sense of he was wronged or maybe that narrative is good for him for his career from now onwards but i don't want him to come back and find out that no no they were actually right in firing him mm. so i think maybe tottenham needs to go in a different direction that isn't about nostalgia right and i i do kind of agree i also feel like Uh, as widely regarded and as highly regarded Pochettino is uh, for what he did with that Spurs team, a lot of that team is not at the club anymore, right? Like Vertonghen is not there, Alderweireld is not there, so a, a big spine, Musa Dembele, all those guys are not there. So it is going to be a, a a tougher rebuild for somebody like him. And I feel like we spoke about this: the new manager bounce that they could potentially get won't be as high. with Pochettino as it would be with anybody else and the anybody else that I'm talking about is a uh, a dynamic young manager who is uh, recently been fired from his last job so is available on the market Julian Nagelsmann oh, I'm that guy yeah I'm fucking like, <laughs> I can't <laughs> Spurs Spurs fans right now must be salivating at the prospect of the possibility of Nagelsmann managing their team and if i was daniel levy i would do whatever it takes to sign him up right now whatever it takes whether you are signing him up immediately to take over immediately or if he wants some time off and he wants to join next season because there's only 10 games left sign a pre contract with him get him in next season get him in early get him to do the pre season with them but that is a manager that spurs need right now because he is a young manager who can rebuild a squad uh he can he he can work with the players that he has he can add new players to it coaching wise he's a he's a brilliant coach because we're seeing how eric maxim chupomoting has has been playing at bayern munich and that's purely down to coaching like he is having the best time of his life at the age that he's at you know later on in his career so i think he's definitely a manager who can who can make this team click they just need to get it hmm I would be happier if like Tottenham go for a slightly left of center pick like yeah. like uh like a Thomas Frank I don't know you know someone from either 
from the Premier League. Oh. Someone how, how they did it with Pochettino in the first place, right? He was at I think Southampton and they pumped they uh, pumped him up to or talked him, and then he took them to the Champions League. I think because I feel like the world needs a new like just a new wave of managers to rise. Yeah. And I feel like this is a good time to take a bet. I mean, I know it's easier for the fans, but I think just on just as a spectator and with someone who has no real money involved in this, like it'll be nice for them to take a bet on a like a Thomas Frank or the guy at Celtic. I mean, he has a very complicated name, some Conte Logu or something. Costacoglu. Uh, that that's what I was saying. Yeah, that's the one. Exactly uh, what you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> or the uh, Zarbi, the Zerbi. Please don't no 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 don't don't get Deserbi out of out of Brighton. Brighton have already lost Potter. They're doing great with Deserbi. I like no, to see no, no. Brighton do well. But yeah, so I think you know it's one of these sort of hirings just so that uh, just to sort of like spy, like just to see just to push some new talent out into the market, uh, which is the least Tottenham can do for being such a banter club right now. Yeah, absolutely right. Uh, before we end the podcast, we'll also quickly talk about uh, the new manager at Crystal Palace, who is the old manager of Crystal Palace, <laughs> the old manager in life. Seventy-five-year-old Roy Hodgson is back, baby. Yeah. <laughs> former, former England, former Liverpool manager Roy Hodgson is back for the his wonder grandfather, the wonder grandfather. Yeah. Oh man, it, like Crystal Palace really need to figure need their shit out. They need to yeah. figure their shit out. I think Hodgson's only job is going to be to keep Palace up. Don't make any unnecessary changes. Just do what you can to keep the team up. Then you can finally retire for good till <laughs> next season when we will need you back again because the other European manager that we've hired then has not worked out either. It is ridiculous what's happening with Crystal you, Palace. You know what's really interesting about that piece of news when I read it? I was just like in an era where where clubs are trying to hire old players or like, uh, you know, try and get like big name players. Hodgson is like the manager that Crystal Palace can relate to. They're like, he's been there for all, for all the years, right? So they're like, yeah. let's just bring him back. We don't want any yeah. of those big players. We just want our main, like a main yeah. man. You yeah. know, so that's, it's, it's kind of like, I don't know. Maybe to me it is. It just seems a little heartwarming because it's they they would choose the manager back over than you know trying to get like bigger players. Yeah. Crazy. It's it's like a it's like a bad breakup that doesn't ever go through, right? Like <laughs> there's no clean break involved. Like you just keep going back to the same shit over and over again. The man is now 75. Let him retire in peace, guys. Like he he deserves some time with his grandkids. You know, just like living out on the farm. Having some wine on the porch during the day because he can, he's earned it. That's true. He just needs it, man. Like, I don't want my parents to be working when they're 75. Like, what the fuck? Like, I'm you're way, working way. at 45. So forget <laughs> working at 75. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. Right. On that note, it is time to end this episode of The Conflict. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to get in touch with us and tell us what you thought of this episode, you can reach us on our social media. You can find Prashant on Instagram at Prash224. You can find Mukesh on Instagram at Mukesh Manjunath. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Amogran That's because his name is Postakoglu. 
you got it right well done oh, shit. Uh, you, you can also follow the corner flag on instagram and twitter at the corner flag pod do visit our website the corner flag dot in uh support us by going to buymeacoffee.com slash the corner flag it would really help us if you can't subscribe to us uh on apple Podcasts, spotify or wherever you get your podcast from and do not forget to give us a five-star review we'd really really appreciate that shout out to kezad gurda for composing our theme tune and until next week it is goodbye from us so say bye prashant bye guys Say bye Mukesh. Bye guys. And it's bye from me.